Boom, Gary Gall, we are live and back at it with a slight adjustment in the schedule, but the timeline's going to still still be pretty good. We got to make some adjustments on the fly, but what's up, man? Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, man. It's different to be doing it on a Tuesday, but we held on and we made it work, right? Schedules, life, the chaos of everything can happen or get in the way, but it's only momentarily. Yeah. You know, we'll get through it and, and push through to the next one. 100% man 100% what uh what what is a day what is a tuesday look like compared to a thursday for you is it pretty much the same or is it kind of the mid portion of my week is the bulk so a tuesday will look like a 5 a.m and then after i get off this podcast with you i actually still have one at 8 p.m here tonight so i'm my last one that's not always the usual case but 5 a.m to 7 or 8 p.m that's the mid of the week. I try to lighten up the Mondays and the Fridays more for a mental standpoint. Release if I'm not training, it's a good time to start off the week with some knowledge and some study or end it with that. That's funny. I do the I do literally the exact same thing with my schedule. Mondays, Mondays like are pretty much a, an off day. Like could just cuz typically Sundays we we train pretty pretty hard and then uh, or or we're competing, so Mondays I like to just be able to get back, reset, chill, and then bulk Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, grind everything, and then end of the week kind of lighten it up, chill, study, get get back, and you know get prepared for what's to come. I think it's important to buy by chill. You just mean not in the trenches of active activity, if you will. I don't think yeah. we're ever not doing anything. It's just we actually use that time to do in the study and the reading and everything else that we wouldn't get to do in the bulk of our weeks. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a freaking lunatic. So there's no like <laughs> there's no real chill. You know, I get back and you know it's <laughs> things like you know just you know yesterday night me and Teresa are sitting there kind of watching a couple things on TV. Then I'm like, oh. Like this, this wrestling thing got posted. They're like, do you want to watch that? So, cause Olympic team trials are coming up for, for wrestling. So there, there, there's like all these little, like, you know, kind of lead ups to it, all these kind of different storylines. Um, and so something got posted. So, you know, I'm still, still watching wrestling, still, you know, going and trying to, you know, get my little insights and, and get, take, get my takeaways from, you know, all these, all these next level people that, um, you know, are able to share it with us now, you know, it's, it's, it's a great time to be alive. It's always in the brain, brother. You always have it. That's what all, that's what strives for the next thing. That's what strives for success. That's what makes success. You can't ever turn it off. Sometimes it's a blessing. Sometimes it's a curse. I don't think it's ever really a full curse it just comes at the wrong time. The fact that that sense of urgency is always there. That'll pay off in the long run, no matter what. Hundred percent, yeah. And I think, yeah, for us, for us, it, I, I think it's it's less of a, a curse for us, you know. Like we're, I'm good with it at this point. But when it, you know, it's it's where I've had to make the adjustments is how is it affecting everybody else? <laughs> like you know, like exactly. If I was just a one man crew and just rolling straight forward and like whatever I, I'm good to go but you know having you know family and 
having, you know, the, even the athletes that I'm bowling straight forward through with, you know, it's like, you know, where, where, where do we, where do we find the line of, of insanity and where do we find the line of little less insanity? There's still, it's still gotta be, it's still gotta be insane. And where do you keep building on that line? You know, right now your line's here. I'm sure another couple months, your line's not going to remain here. Neither of us are. Your organization's not. It's just yeah. going to keep going as long as you do it in the right way. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Just like pushing that wall back, just pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back till, you know, there's no perceived wall or, you know, whatever. And, you know, that's kind of, kind of, good segue into you know what we've been what we've been talking about is kind of um I don't, I don't know we me and you we have very similar ways of thinking and for some reason you know I, I think we tend to be you know really on the same page of of just where we're where we're at with you know some of these things and we were talking the other day about um you know how how everybody wants to be really, really scientific and everybody wants to have all this data, right? There's your Apple watch, there's whoop, there's, you know, all these, you know, you can track your sleep, you can track your output, you can track your macros, you can track all these things. But to a certain extent, like those are all great tools, but there's this other thing that is, there's no science about it. There's no, uh, there's no real way to utilize this thing without being able to get your mind to go into these unknown places that are scary as hell, right? Like that's, that's something that, you know, people can tell you tools, like we're going to, uh, you know, give, give everyone, you know, our kind of ways to approach going to that dark place and going to that, that place where, you know, you, you might break, we're going to give tips about, but at the end of the day, um, it's really, it's really, uh, an individualized thing. And, and you have to find it if you want to achieve elite success, I think. At the end of the day, some people probably just have it. I also do believe that you can build something out of it. Will you be as good as that other individual? Maybe, maybe not. But at the end of the day, it is under your control. The whoops, everything you just mentioned are things that are somewhat out of our control, if this makes sense, because it's reading data. It's reading the feedback on our body and trying to say, hey, Maybe you should rest today or, hey, you need this, that, et cetera, so on, so forth. If you're talking about a mental capacity, if you're talking about a specific mindset or a self-talk, just tell yourself you're not going to stop. <laughs> yeah. Ever. Ever. Right? That, that, that sounds easy. And believe me, that actually is very, very simple. It's very simple to understand. But if you're in one of your dark moments, you know, whatever that moment may be, we'll probably end up giving some examples. Can you and will you take a second, split second and just say, OK, I'm not going to stop. Right. Because, I mean, you know, like 
as cliche as it may sound, maybe some of it hasn't heard, but it's where the mind goes, energy flows, right? Like as simple as that. Like, so if I'm thinking about how hard this is or how tough it's going to be, guess what? I'm giving that situation life and I'm giving, I'm putting energy that could be used to do exactly what you're saying. Just freaking don't stop. I'm giving energy away from that and I'm taking from that, right? There's, there's, you know, there's really two schools of thought right there and you, you can't play the middle, right? You have to be, you're either, if a little bit of you is thinking about how bad it is, then all of you is there. If you're like, dude, I don't give any, I, I don't care about anything else except going forward until either they pull me out of here or they pull me off this person or, you know, or I freaking, I've done the thing that I came here to do. That's where your mind is. That's we can't, there cannot be this middle gray area. If, you know, when we're chasing down these freaking major goals. No, because it makes it complicated. The gray area brings in doubt. The gray area brings in confusion. The gray area brings in, directions that can be every which way and that that trickles downhill will will smith uh, i think when he was on oprah i, I could be way off but it, he talked about the treadmill talk oh yeah, yeah, yeah love it right this is this is the most simple thing you could ever understand and he says it with just a, a dead stare into the eyes of people who said if you get on a treadmill and i get on a treadmill either you're getting off of it or I'm going to die. And that may be deep for some people anymore. That may be something that you haven't heard of. But to me, that's the purest form. To me, as a simple individual, I can think, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think I, think I, can, act, I, think I can do that. So, yeah, if you're going to get on that treadmill and I have to last longer, all right, that's easy. Either I win or you're carrying me out of here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and Dan Gable, you know, m most probably historic wrestling name of all time. You know, he, he's been quoted as saying like, my goal every single practice was to be carried out. He's like, it never happened. Right. He wanted to go so hard at practice where he literally left everything that he had inside of him on that mat and had to be carried off. Right. That's, that was his mindset going in. So when you, when you talk about like, you know, it's ingrained in you, like, yeah. And, and for the, I'm the same way with that, that like mindset, like, yeah, I can get down with that because it makes, it's clear. Like you said, there, there can't be any, uh, the, the gray area allows confusion, right. Cause it's like, it's so fluid and it's, it's, you know, I'm kind of in here, but I'm kind of there, but this got really hard. So I'm going to kind of go into this area. No, it's like there, we have to be clear. We're either in or either out, period. I think a lot of times anymore, you know, people probably sit back and, and speak about us in this way, but when a wall comes up in your world, when a wall comes up, we spend so much time and energy you kind of referenced it, Josh, on, okay, how can I get around the wall? Or maybe I can strategically make something to get over the wall, or, or maybe I'll use somebody else. I would spend my time smashing the wall. 
That's, that's my simple mindset of it. Now it's might take a little longer and it's going to require a lot of consistent committed discipline, but eventually I would just firmly believe that that wall One is going to crack. One second. We're back. Carrie's dropping too so, much, too much freaking fire. Too right much. There. The fire's just burning through everything. <laughs> but anyway, I would believe me personally, I would believe if I hit it long enough, it'll crack, it'll break and I'll find my way again. I believe it. I don't need anyone to tell me it. There's other people like that. They just believe that that Will Smith statement. He believed it. You can see it in the man's eyes. Uh, no, I, I, I love that. And it's, it's, there's, there's something too, right. It's, uh, it's kind of, uh, it, on that same tone is, is the way that you do something doesn't have to be the way that everybody else does it. It doesn't have to be the, the cookie cutter way, right? We kind of, we got to run our own race and we got to, we got to cut our own path, right? Cause we get caught up and it's like, okay, I'm going over, over my wall here. And my, I want to create this ladder, but I see Gary over there and he's just got a sledgehammer and he's smashing through it. Now I'm second guessing myself. Oh, should I be climbing this? Should I be hitting it? What do I want to do? No, like we're so worried about what everybody else is doing that we don't spend enough time focused on just what we're doing. Right. Like I'm, I got to do this for me. I got to do this and compete against myself and not worry about what Johnny or Jimmy or anybody else is, is doing. Cause the second I, again, the, the second I start giving that thoughts and I start giving that energy, it's just, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of resources. Josh, that's an awesome point, man. I want to make sure I articulate this effectively, but what you just said is magic because if you do look at me and I'm smashing against the wall, then you're going to waste time thinking, oh, should I smash the wall too? Rather than maybe making the best and safest ladder to climb up over the wall. Maybe you get there faster than I do. The point behind that is you had a plan, you came up with it, at least stick to it until it fails. Yeah. Stick to it. Give it all the energy you possibly can, and that's your best chance, right? And if it fails, fail fast, get back up, make another plan. The same goes, you know, if you're going to be in a wrestling match and you have a plan for the individual, all right, I got it, and I'm going right in. This is what I'm going to do. And you could speak to that from top to bottom, but then you watch the match before and you think, Oh man, Oh, that guy did that. All right. Well, maybe, uh, no, no, no. I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't, unless it's a very significant moment or a very special thing, I wouldn't give up on the original plan. That's a personal preference, yeah. but at least I know, okay. I know this and I can go at this 150 miles an hour. So I'm going to do it mm -hmm. and I'll live with the consequences. At least I would know that I had no regrets within it. No. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, again, that's if, if you're, if you're able to be swayed by these, these other things going around you that easily, then, you know, frankly, you don't believe in the, what the F you're doing anyways. Like you don't have 
you don't have the belief in the system or you don't have the belief in, in your own abilities or your own preparation to, to really go in. So that, I mean, that right there is, is a huge, you know, underlying issue is, you know, roll, roll with your plan, like make a plan, stick to the plan and freaking execute that way. You know, just like you said, so you don't have those regrets, but um, you know, it's a, it's a huge deal to, to not be, not deviate from, you know, the, the, the plan that you have, you think, you think freaking Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are, are, you know, making, you know, just shit out up on the fly. No, they're, they were a dynasty because they made a plan, they executed and they, you know, did it time and time again. Right. Sure. There's always, you know, times where you, you have to improvise and do things like that. But for the, the vast majority of, of success, it's going to be because of the, the plan that you created and the plan that you executed. Exactly. And then if you're disciplined, that will have your back. If you have the ability to come back and repeat that again, no matter what, and you're accountable to it, you have some resiliency behind it and you just keep going with it. Eventually it's going to pay off may not pay off in the time that you thought it may not be very, very quick, but can you stick with it? Mm -hmm. And can you fall forward? Can you fail fast? I think the fullest point behind it is when you have something and you have something that you're willing to just go for and go with for better or worse, go with that. Cause at least you'll be clear. You'll be free. You'll probably be moving at a mental capacity that was beyond what you had in the first place. And if you fail, you fail. Yeah. You have nothing, you have nothing left on the table. So at least it feels good. It's just like we were talking about before we got on the recording with, with your athletes and your wrestlers, some of them that lost. That doesn't always matter to me. What matters to me is what's left on the table. What can be regretted? If you come back and say, I should have, could have, would have, dudda, then yeah, that's a, that's a shitty loss. Mm -hmm. But if you come back and say, all right, that just didn't work, but I I'm laying here on the floor because I don't have anything left. Like, all right, we can, we can regroup and turn that around. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I'll, I'll ride with that all day, you know? And, and, you know, I'm very, very upfront with my athletes. Like I, I don't care whether they win or lose. Do I want them to win? You're goddamn right. I want them to win because I see how hard they work. Right. And I see all the time they put in and I know, you know, we're, we're in there putting in the effort that, you know, quote unquote deserves to win, but you only get, you only deserve what the F you earn. So it really doesn't matter at the end of the day, winning is out of our control. Well, what's in our control is our execution, is our ability to prepare. It's our ability to, like you said, fail fast. If, if shit goes wrong and we don't succeed and we don't win, okay, now what? Like I'm rolling right into the next match, whether it's the next tournament, whether it's the next, you know, in 10, 15 minutes, like my mind is immediately going forward because – that's all, that's all we can do. We're we going to sit there and, and sulk. We're going to sit there, feel bad for ourselves, sit there, you know, and sometimes, sometimes when the reason we lose is because of a, a deviation from a plan to execute, like I'm going to tell them that, you know, right, right then and there, like, look, 
this is why we're not having success is because we have this plan, right? This is what we're supposed to do, right? Right, okay, we're in agreement that this is what we're supposed to be doing, okay? Well, tell me how this went and how we, we did that in that last match. Oh, we didn't do it, okay. Now, now you know, this, this is the way we need to go. Let's execute, make things right, boom, bounce back. You know, and, and kids, kids are capable. I think, you know, sometimes we get in, in these hard moments and we want to, you know, sugarcoat it or be nice or, you know, care about their feelings, but that's all well and good. But, you know, their feelings ain't, ain't going to freaking pull them up out of bed at 5am. Their feelings aren't going to freaking, you know, go out there and, and wrestle for them. Their feelings aren't going to, you know, put in that extra mile after, after they just got done with practice, you know, their feelings are going to steer, steer them in the wrong direction when they're feeling sorry for themselves or when they're feeling, you know, a little unmotivated. Okay. We gotta, we gotta get rid of their, their feelings and get in their mind and teach them how to direct their feelings because the feelings that they have when they're, when they're sad or those are all taught to them. You referenced this at the very beginning. I thought it was, it was, it was, perfect it was it's taught to them and not you know it's just over time you you learn how to speak to yourself you learn you know what you intake what you what you're telling yourself and if you're listening to yourself in that moment and also telling yourself that you want xyz major major goals then then you're sitting there and you're lying to yourself and and you're having this you're having this inner battle, you have to teach yourself. And that's, you know, feeding yourself the right words, listening to the right people, surrounding yourself with the right, you know, group of friends, the right athletes. Um, that way you can retrain and reprogram. So when we're talking about feelings again, they're feelings that are going to work for you and not against you. I completely agree, man. The sugar coating and the sensitivity that's on us. And yeah, that comes up more often than not, unfortunately, right now. And that is on us because, again, that comes down from the top. And everything about you that you just said about that completely justifies it. But there's, a, there's a very, and it took me years to learn this, but there's a blunt way of saying, hey, that's not good enough. What can be taken wrong by that statement? That's a fact. That's a simple fact laid out in a sentence. If you want to say, excuse me, make it a little more polite, even, <laughs> but excuse me, that's not going to work. That just wasn't good enough. Maybe go into what's wrong or just make it understood that if you're here to wear the uniform or if you're here to just participate, this probably isn't this place for you. This probably isn't the environment overall for you because that's not what we're looking for. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, yeah. And that's, and that's everything that we do. And, and, you know, I, you know, I, I do, I feel for teachers in this time, you know, like they're handcuffed quite a bit, but it has to be a community thing. Like, you know, I don't coach at a high school, so it's not necessarily the same thing. I'm getting kids from, from all different places, but you know, if you're running a, 
a high school program or if you're running a, a recreational program or whatever it is, even, even if you're a, a personal trainer, like you, it has to be the same vernacular coming down the pipeline at these kids, the same expectations that are coming at these kids. You know, it, it, it has to be better. It has to be better. And it has to be more like you just said, that's not good enough. Right. And I'm going to help you make it good enough, but I'm telling you right now, that's not it. And so what, what, what are we going to do to make sure that the next time you do it, it's better, right? Whether it's, whether it's your damn homework, whether it's your reading, whether it's your effort in class, whether it's, uh, you know, or wrestling, lifting, running, whatever, whatever you're doing, right? The expectations have to be higher, right? And, and whether you go to, whether you're a public school teacher, private school teacher, whether you're a mom, you're a dad, you're an aunt, you're an uncle, if you're in front of others, and you're supposed to be their leader, whether maybe you're, maybe it's CEO or manager or whatever. If you're in front of people and you're supposed to be leading them and supposed to be teaching them, we have to have higher expectations and we have to prepare these individuals to freaking be tougher when shit is on the line. Because, you know, talk about being a CEO, that could cost you millions of dollars. You know, and we're talking about wrestling, costing a, a win or a loss, big freaking deal. But those skills that that I hope my athletes are taking on right now, and the the mental preparation I think that we're you know slowly gaining over my time with them, it'll prepare them when they go out into the workforce and and things hit the hit the fire, and they're that they're gonna be the people that are turned to, you know, ideally that's, that's, you know, the preparation that I hope they get from this, the wins and the losses are all good. That's, that's candy on top. But in 15 years when they go out and they have to make a living for their families, I hope they can look back and say, I'm a tough son of a bitch, man. Like, I don't care what these fools throw at me. I am going to succeed. I'm going to show them that I am the baddest person here. And, you know, that is going to take them a really, really long way. But we don't get that without having crazy expectations of them right now. We're not getting that anymore either because, you know, we've talked about this and I talk about it from an educational standpoint, but you talk about the idea of balance or, you, you know, you talk about the idea of how hard it is to work or don't want to work. And I've heard this a few times throughout my career and my passings with, with people is they said accountability is a, a bad term here or accountability isn't something we use. And I have heard it and it, and it shocks me because <laughs> it's something that I just, I cannot fathom because if you don't have that, what do you have in your community, in your high school, in your private school? in your college, in your business, if you don't have a degree of accountability. And again, this, this doesn't have to be presented in a rude way. Forgive me, sometimes I may get so heated that I probably will, and I definitely have presented it that way, but it's just the idea of something needs to get done, as simple as that. 
and you follow up in the week or two and it's not done, why was that not done? That's where it could start. At least asking the question or making the individual realize, hey, that's not going to work, then it's kind of a shock. And I think anymore, because we're, we're getting so far on the other end, it becomes a victimized thing of no one showed me how to do it, or I couldn't figure it out, or I didn't have this. And then you get the excuses coming out. And that's just a whole other thing that you and I could use another hour or two for. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's just, that's just not going to work. Because going back to what you said, I want the individuals, yes, in 10 or 15 years, I want that bad motherfucker. I want the person that if everything got taken from you and you got your back pushed up against the wall, you're the individual that takes off your shirt and says, here, you can have that too, because I'll come back. Because you know accountability, Mm -hmm. number one. And then from accountability, I, I had this culture when I was at the college, from accountability, everything builds from there. But that's how you have to have a main level and a main stepping stone standard. If you don't, you're lost, man. You're going to be a CEO that's doing everybody else's job. And you're probably going to lose your mind. And then you are going to, you're going to sugarcoat things. And the whole culture is going to be based on a, a victimized mentality. And they're going to look to one person or, or one or two people to pick up the pieces. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so now when we're, when we're talking about, so creating this culture, creating this mindset of, of just never, just relentlessness, really just never relenting your going to push forward. You're going to freaking find a way, no matter what, you're going to be the person that, you know, when, when everything is going wrong, people are going to look to that's that. So creating that obviously, you know, it, it stems from the top, but there's also ownership. Just like you said, there's accountability in, in a lot of this. What are some ways to start this right like what how do you put this into motion maybe maybe you're you know a you know 15 16 17 year old kid and you're like you know i want to get i want to get more out of this i want to get more out of this and it comes down i i've I've come up short i'm tired of coming up short what is something i you know I, i i put in the work how how do i how do i get a leg up on the competition how do i how do i change you know, the, uh, the way that I'm thinking, you know, so being able to, to do that, um, you know, kind of one thing that I will, that I would tell somebody is to start small. Don't worry about winning that national title. Now don't worry about, you know, even, even having, you know, uh, like these major moments, don't worry about having that for, some time, you know, start with, it could be five minutes a day where you sit down and you consciously think about and write down the things that you are thinking word for word, just what it could be. It probably is going to start out as this is a stupid ass drill. I don't know why I'm doing it, but then 
then you take a second after your five minutes and you look back at all the things you wrote. And if you started it off, like you probably will, like this isn't working. I don't know why I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. You'll see the tendency of negativity of you putting all your energy into shit that really doesn't matter. Like what really matters is of, from this goal is to identify what we're seeing or what, how you think. Right. So just a simple drill like that, where you just start identifying the way you speak to yourself and the way that you think about things, right. The, the negativity and the, the, just the things that we do to sabotage ourselves is mind blowing. If you don't, if you aren't aware, like it's crazy. I'm with you on starting small. What I would want to add to that is start now. (laughs) Start small, start now. I love that. If you consistently get up tomorrow, if you consistently get up at 7 a.m., I just can't. I can't do it. That's as early as I can get up. Tomorrow, get up at 6.58. There you go. You can go back to bed, but just get up. Get up for that moment and think, okay, well, I can get up before 7. Okay, now I can get up at 6.58. So maybe Thursday, I'll get up at 6.55. And it definitely goes back to everything you just said, Josh. It goes back to all of that of instead of I can't and why I can't, look at I can and how am I going to do that? And then why am I going to do that? Once you have the why, you've jumped the gun. You're well ahead of the game. And if this is something that's ingrained in you, you're probably already doing it. But shift the energy. If you want to believe so, There's nothing you can't do. If you want to start telling yourself that and you want to start making an effort toward that and you want to start writing all that down, there's literally absolutely nothing you cannot do. If you avoid the distractions, if you look past people telling you you're insane, if you look past people doubting you, because all they're trying to do is create a barrier. Because either they can't do it or they don't want to do it. But it becomes with an energy shift. It starts very small. It has to build. It has to build into something big. And it has to start. If you're going to listen to this podcast, it has to start tomorrow. It has to start right now, in my opinion. Yeah. And that's how you build it. You know, if you don't have it at all, and you are stuck on, I can't, and this is why I can't, you have, to, you have to break that. I don't know that I actually have the best answer on how you can break that. I just know that you have to. And the small things do work. If it is getting up a minute earlier, if it is doing three push-ups in a day, if it is drinking an extra glass of water, whatever it is, You can make it very, very attainable, but you have to make sure that those steps are leading you up your mountain. Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah, that those, those successes, those, you know, those little, those little wins, you know, add up those little wins add up like, you know, just, but we're so, so quick to, to want that gratitude or not that gratitude. We're, We're to that gratification, you know, where, we want to feel that, that high of success. We want to feel that high of people acknowledging us. But at the end of the day that we, 
that all of that has <laughs> sabotaged, you know, our, our true mental toughness. Cause you know, it's, you, you see it all the time. Like, you know, everything is so accessible, you know, and this, this goes for you and I too, for, for, to, to some extent, everything is so accessible. Everything is so easy right now. Everybody, you know, can be a quote expert in whatever they want without any freaking experience, right? Like the, and that experience is, is crucial. And those, those, the, the effort that you have to put in for those experiences is crucial. So just cause you, you know, the way, or you, you're listening to this, it, it, that's all well and good. That's part of the process, I think. But like Gary's saying, start now, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. Just find a way to start pushing that wall back one minute at a time, one half glass of water at a time, one push up at a time, one minute of stance in motion at a time, like whatever it is, just add a little bit, a little bit, just keep, you know, push it and focus on that one thing. And then, you know, do it for an extended period of time and then reevaluate. And then you're going to be able to see, you know, what, where, more can go in. Maybe, oh, maybe this is a little too much. I'm doing, you know, I need to dial it back here, whatever. But you, then you have data, you know, without, without that data, you know, we're not, we're not, we're just kind of shooting in the dark. I think it's important to add to right out of the get-go, a, a serious reality. And the two of us are still going through this as well. We all will be, if we truly take to a journey like this, this isn't going to be, this is going to probably be the hardest thing you ever do in your life. This will take multiples of years. It's going to get dark. It's going to get lonely and it's going to break you probably five times over. Yep. So maybe if you're that particular individual and your brain functions towards something like that, toward a reality, because there's going to be a honeymoon phase. Yeah. I got up three minutes earlier today, or oh, I was able to do 10 push-ups. Okay. What if you have to do a hundred push-ups? Then you got to go to a three hour wrestling practice. Then in two days you have a match. You didn't eat since two days ago. What about that? Right. Whoa. So it also could be a good thing to spend time and sit down and think, all right, realize this is going to be the hardest thing. Flat out simple. This is probably the hardest thing I've ever done ever. If you're at that level. And I mean, we're, we're in it with just about all of you. We're just climbing through it. If you think that there's moments where the two of us probably haven't almost cried, haven't almost been broken, haven't almost thought, screw this. I'll go back. I'll go do something else. I mean, no, you're crazy. We, we do this. I'll, I'll do this multiple times again. So will Josh. Yeah. Hey, there's, but, let's listen, bro. There, yeah, there's, there is, you know, no, no, you know, two ways about it. I'm, I'm pr pretty open about this stuff. Like, dude, there's been times, there's, there's times regularly that I'm like, dude, what am I doing? Like I moved my family halfway across the country to start a wrestling club. What, like who does, like, why did I do that? Like, especially <laughs> about two months into like a year ago from now, I was like, 
hey, we got <laughs> we got to pack it up. Like this <laughs> this thing is not happening. We're out, like, uh, you know, and like, but it's in those moments that you you make it through to the other side. You keep your freaking head down. Even having those thoughts, I'm having those thoughts. You're everybody's having those thoughts. Even with having those. I just kept my freaking head down. I kept my nose down and I just kept plugging away. They weren't big wins, but I was, I was getting wins and I was recognizing them and I was feeling it. And it was just those things. They gain momentum, they gain momentum. And all of a sudden you're sprinting and you're going to fall again and it's going to, it's going to happen. But when you have those moments, push forward, go on, you know, because at the end of the day, if you get to one of those hard moments and quit there, I mean, there's all that, like, you know, so many what ifs and all that. But if you get to that dark, dark moment and you realize like, whoa, this is probably the lowest that I can feel. This is the lowest that I can go. There's only positive things coming, but it's in that same direction as all that pain. It's in the same direction as all the stuff that's put you in that, position where you're feeling like that so you just gotta keep going you just do and and that grat or that that gratification at the end of that is a million times better than than anything you're gonna get from some half-ass uh dream or half-ass you know goal that you set for yourself just because you knew that it would it would be easy to do you're going to watch better versions of yourself too. You're going to see better versions of yourself. That's how you know you're going to be on the right track. You're going to do things. You're going to do things that come along so easy when maybe six months ago, they would have broken you to the floor. And then you think, oh, I'm doing this on the regular. I'm doing this daily now. And then you get a next thing that breaks you on the floor. Okay. And then in a couple months, you're over that thing and you're doing it regularly now or you're handling it. It goes back to, as well, I think it was our first podcast, stay uncomfortable. Yeah. Find, find your ledge of being uncomfortable and get there. Don't fall off. Not, not until you're prepared. Don't fall off, but get there. And get to the point where you're thinking, oh, shit, I'm really, I'm just, I'm not good right now, but you're in a good spot. Mm-hmm because you are uncomfortable. And then when you hit that spot again and again, you're just going to get better at it and you'll watch yourself grow, but it's not easy. There's no easy button. There's no swipe right or left. (laughs) That doesn't work. That's not what we want to hear. Believe me, I'd swipe. I'd probably swipe right or left too, if I had it out there, but I'm, I chose this path. I will continue. I will never stop. I just know I'll slow down sometimes. Sometimes I'll shoot out like a rocket, but I know I will not ever stop. That's it, man. I freaking, I love that. And yeah, it's, it's freaking, it's strong, right? It's strong. And that's why, you know, I, you know, that's why I'm drawn, you know, to, to talking to you and to being around you because, it, that's, that's a real, real true ass statement that I know to be true from, you know, seeing your work ethic and seeing and talking to you for, you know, the last freaking damn near eight years. Uh, 
Has it been that long? That's wild. You know, so it's, it's true. And it, it, as we evolve and as we go, you know, it's, it, you have to have those people in, in your, in your, on your team or in your freaking group, because that's, you know, that's how I think, you know, that I'm able to, to keep elevating. Cause I see the, I keep a close group of people that continue to elevate and they have that same, same mindset as, as you do is, is I'm never going to stop. Like you can't stop me. And I don't know what I have to do. You know, it's not very clear at all the time, but I just know one thing. I won't stop. And that's, that's a beautiful freaking thing. Just keep in mind that you will slow down. <laughs> you will hit walls. You may stop briefly, but you just can't give up. Everybody, everybody that's there, everybody that you're looking up to, that we're looking up to, that was a simple thing that they just put in their head. And they simply kept going. It's an easy piece of advice. It's very hard to do. It's easy to explain. That's right. But we will be here to help anybody that ever needs it. You know, like, you know, shoot us your questions, shoot us your, you know, you know, even if it's, yo, I need some cheering on, like we'll freaking cheer you on. We'll, we'll do whatever we can to, to help the people that that are listening and supporting us because, you know, it, it does mean a lot. And if, you know, these videos, you know, help one person, then, you know, I think that they're, they're worth our time and they're worth the, the effort. So um, make sure you guys are, are following us on the different social media platforms. They'll be in the description below and, you know, don't, don't hesitate to, uh, to ever reach out. Cause this is, this is what we, we are, what our passion is, is helping others and, and pushing people to, to reach their own um, next levels. Absolutely. I mean, don't look at it as us in it with you and just sharing our experiences. We're here to help everybody around and we want to give this back. We want to make sure beyond Josh and Gary, we want to make sure that a mindset like this doesn't get lost. We want to pass that mindset along because that's what we believe for success. That's what we believe for a greater whole. So if we can pass that along in any way, shape or form, beyond open to it yes sir and we're happy to be in the trenches with you all every day man i love it gary i every appreciate day. you brother i will talk to you soon josh great one man you have a good night all right yep you too bro bye-bye